Hey everybody, and welcome to the Giant Blue Podcast, episode twenty-four. I'm your with host. Mead. <laughs> now with Mead. Oh, I am your host, Jack McMillan. With me as always, your co-host Sean Guy. Hi. Back by popular demand, Iona Francis. Hello. And the Odyssey himself, Costa Hatsivalsama. Hiya. Hey. And uh, yeah, we because Game of Thrones is back, <laughs> we decided to buy some mead to try. Because I don't mm. think you guys have tried it before. Some First time. Honey First time. Not the last. <laughs> no, it's so good, so right? It's, it's so, really good. It's so fucking good. So it's Maxwell's Spiced Mead, made in Australia. Mead. It's a honey wine. And you're meant to serve it hot, but I guess the Darwin room temperature is good enough as it is. <laughs> yeah. Just going to have a... Hang on. <laughs> <laughs> just pause the podcast while we all just... Uh... When you say serve hot, does that just mean like put it in a pot for a bit? No, it says served hot, not boiling. This means you get an attractive waitress. Oh, that's quite clever, actually, Sean. Thank you. No, um, <laughs> I actually thought about that. I was like, how would I heat it up? Like, yeah. I feel like the microwave is like a cheap version. I guess they were just, <laughs> I think, over a pan, but you just, like, if you see one bubble, you go, oh, and then you take the pan off. Right, yeah, don't let don't it let simmer. It, don't let it get to a boiling point, yeah. It is interesting, yeah. But yeah, I just love the back of it, too, though. So it's this... This mead is made by fermenting pure Australian honey using a method as old as history. Mead is the oldest fermented drink known to mankind. In ancient times, mead was nectar to the Greek gods. To the Vikings, it was the honeymoon drink who believed it to have the virtues of an aphrodisiac. It's, it's <laughs> worth it. Damn. Yeah, watch out, guys. Four of us should not be in a Turn the lights back off. <laughs> <laughs> we had the candle before. I love that word, nectar. That's great. Nectar. Yeah, nectar of the gods. It's like, yeah. Maxwell Spice Honey Mead. Honey mead. Has a bouquet of honey and citrus, plus added zest from the spices, cinnamon, cloves, and nutmeg. These spicy characters are carried through on the palate, filling the mouths with a complex and satisfying array of flavors. Traditionally served hot, not boiling, to enhance its aromas and warm the soul. It can also find uses in the kitchen as an ingredient in cakes and fruit pies. Try serving it chilled with dry ginger ale, ice, and mint. Which is how I'm currently having it. And how is it, Iona, with the ginger ale? Oh, it's so yummy. I prefer it with the, I prefer it with the ginger ale. Is this a sponsor or what? I should point out that we're not sponsored by it. <laughs> but if they want to sponsor us, we're not yes. sponsored we will gladly by anyone drink. else either. Well, when, back when I lived in Melbourne and Game of Thrones was on, like, that was my dream to just like be out in the cold. Because it aired in April, so it was yeah. starting to get cold in Melbourne. It's like, just wear woolly jumpers, have yeah, like a pig on a spit and a ro- roaring fire and just like have like a projector or something and just like you'll just watch the episode and have red wine and meat and, mm. and meat on a Someone <laughs> dies halfway through and yes. Should we move on to our most popular segment? It's Jack's thoughts. Mm. You missed last week, Iona. Yeah, I did. I haven't listened to the podcast yet, but apparently it's very funny. You're not a true so, fan. I know, I'm sorry. <laughs> Well, it's just funny because we ended up talking shit for like an hour. Like it was a pretty much a hundred percent Jack's thoughts and zero percent movies <laughs> until we got the Game of Thrones discussion. So yeah, so for this one, I think we're going to talk about Avengers Endgame at the end of this and how much we liked it, and then maybe Game of Thrones, or maybe that might be a separate one. We'll figure it out afterwards. But yeah, so my Jack's thoughts for this episode, I was thinking about today. Well, I guess my mini, mini Jack, even smaller Jack thoughts is why isn't there a Starbucks in Darwin, which I'm annoyed about. That could be your Jack's musing or your mm. Jack's pondering. I've never been to a Starbucks. What's, what's the thing? What's the hype? Sugar. Pretty much. Is it really a... I, just sugar. I'm just like huh. a slave to cap... No, I'm not. <laughs> no, I just... I'm <laughs> like to capitalism. It's, it's just like, I'm like, I don't know. It, it, it's like we have all the other... It's more baffling, I think. It's like we have all the other chains. Like we have McDonald's, we have KFC, we have 
or everything. Yeah. Why not Starbucks? Yeah. Not we're not really missing out though. No. Because it's, we've got all the other chains. I'd I yeah, I I'd rather have like, you know, world peace than a Starbucks or something. <laughs> it's it's like low wow. on my list of wow. I'd, I'd rather have job security in Darwin than a Starbucks, you know what I mean? I I, I there's a lot of things I'd rather have in Darwin before a Starbucks. <laughs> it's more just I just, it's just like it's confusing sometimes. Like you would think it would fit right in. Well, everyone's been talking for ages about a Krispy Kreme coming to Darwin, but that's never happened. It's always just hearsay. I, I thought there was an issue with them like melting or going off or something. Is that not true? I, I don't really eat Krispy Kremes or Starbucks. I'm sort of like, yeah. It is like the sort of <clears throat> things you do have to adjust, like for, with the, the humidity up, up here. Like I'm still surprised that they, the we have an ice rink, and that's mm. quite recent. That opened up what like two years ago. And I still something haven't been. Like that. Yeah. But like, I love it though. The it's air conditioning great. costs. Yeah, I, I need to go. It's the coolest place in Darwin. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> they say that. I don't. I didn't make that joke. They have that joke. Turn off uh, mic three for a minute for me. <laughs> see, see what that sounds like. <laughs> yeah. Uh, sorry. So my main jack thoughts is: what is something that you feel like you should know how to do by now, like as an adult? Uh. You, you guys are a bit younger than us, so you guys, yeah. you guys get a little bit of leeway, yeah. unless it's something like. You still can't tie your shoes or something like that. Then we'll be like very concerned about you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Unless yeah, you like have those strap-on shoes or whatever, like those. Oh, what is it? Velcro. Like, <laughs> yeah, but yeah. So are they called I, strap-on shoes? No, they'd be called. Uh, I don't know what they'd be called. I like I like strap-on shoes. That'd be a bit weird. <clears> the priest going, "Oh, go on, Timmy, grab your strap-on. Go and grab your strap-ons, and then come and sit here." Oh no! <laughs> you took like, it straight to a preschool. <laughs> <laughs> Should we uh, redo that? Oh, who, who else wears strap? Like, oh god! <laughs> do you guys remember when you like first were able to tie your shoes? It was a horrible experience. Oh really? I thought it was just such like an amazing moment. Like my shoe came undone at school. Like this is probably grade like one, and I was like, "Fuck!" You know, I was like, "What do I what do?" do? <laughs> and I was like, I, "I was like, oh, I could probably try and do it, but I've never done it like with by myself." And it was like after an assembly or something like that, and I had to go back to class. And I just like I was like, "All right, Jack, let's do it." <laughs> I was like, what is it like lefty righty and through the hoop? And then like I did, it. I was like, "Oh!" And like it was such a huge moment. You like I went, I was like, "Mom, I mean, it wasn't oh, a huge moment for you. It wasn't. No, it was just like something that I was like, "Oh, I've forgotten how to do the third step." It was like, and then I don't even remember like a distinct like moment where I actually nailed it once i don't know but did you teach yourself or did someone teach you how to tie your shoelaces um no i taught myself how to do you it talking to the mic sorry oh sorry um i Ooh, that's interesting. <laughs> <laughs> um i taught myself i think i was like guided by my parents but i kind of just like would sit and tie my shoes constantly i don't know i don't really remember that part of my life Oh yeah, God. I feel like it wasn't as big of a moment for me no, as it was it for you. That was like your oh. coming of age, Jack. <laughs> it's just like one of those like milestones. Like, you know, you yeah. learn how to tie a shoe and the next is like, I don't know. <laughs> I remember losing all my teeth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, losing you teeth get, you was get a big your, one. Yeah, yeah losing I used to, teeth. I used to play with them all the time. There, were, there was oh. days I lost like two or three like at, in a day. Well, did I you was just like t- constantly like... Mm. Oh, if there was Wiggly, first... I'd, I'd rip it out because I'm like free money like from the tooth fairy, right? So I'm like... And then, yeah. <laughs> For me, losing my first tooth, my sister, we were tickled, like, it was one of my front teeth, and my sister and I were, like, tickle fighting, and she, like, accidentally slapped me, and my tooth, like, came flying out, and it went straight into the fire. It was the first, like... <gasps> you didn't get any money I didn't get any money day. for my first time, but it was, like, really funny thinking about it. I swallowed so many of my teeth. 
<laughs> I had the classic like one came out in like an apple or something or like maybe I was chew- or chewing gum like, Mine was, it was toast. like and then like I was like oh and you check the apple and there's like my tooth in it you're like oh, fuck me all right I've always had to be held down when I was a kid I was too Still much of do. a wimp <laughs> to get your to teeth out <laughs> to get my my loose my loose teeth out yeah <laughs> like it's just like what? honestly like my 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 old man would put me in a headlock. Well, not and not check me out. <laughs> Some of them were only wobbly, <laughs> but yeah, they just like you know, he'd like secure just my head, boy. Yeah. <laughs> he'd secure my head in his arm, and then just grab the tooth and and yank. Sounds quite traumatic. At the time, I didn't really. Oh, uh, no, nah, I'm alright. I've got like a, like a weird tooth phobia or anything. Okay, well, that's good. I kind of do, actually, in a weird way. That's like... A tooth phobia? Well, not necessarily that. Yeah, but I don't like, like teeth either. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's, I worded that wrong. So, like, I've never really had recurring nightmares, except for this one, which, knock on wood, I've not had for a while. Uh, but for a while, it was, it's the only dream I've had, yeah, recurring. And it was basically, I, my teeth fall out, my adult teeth. So, like, one would come, like, it would come out, it'd be wobbly. And then I would start feeling all my teeth, and they would just very easily, like, would pull out. And I'm like, <laughs> like I wouldn't have any teeth. And I'd wake up. I'd, I'd wake. I'd wake up in like a cold sweat, and I would just like and, and touch my teeth. Like, oh my god, thank god, they're solid. Thank god, thank god. And it happened so many times. It was stressing me out. And there's like so many people that are like, oh, that means something, doesn't it? That's like means you're like stressed or something. I'm like, oh, bravo. I could have figured that one out. <laughs> but yeah, it's the only recurring dream I've had, and it's just like, yeah, it's. it's, it's just See, that doesn't scare me because you just get false teeth. They True. look beautiful, and, and they would be so much easier to clean. Awesome. Yeah, you just take them out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. <laughs> we should knock all of somebody's teeth out and just... <laughs> oh. I always think of my nana, though, with false teeth. Um, One time she sneezed, and her false teeth <laughs> came out, <laughs> and they hit the window. It was really funny. <laughs> I always think of that with my nana. Like, you, so you're laughing. I think that's tragic. That was like their one <laughs> chance to escape. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they flew for the open skies. They didn't know there was a window there. <laughs> anyway, what were we talking about? Um, oh, how to Jack uh, how to adult? Oh, oh, how to oh adult. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, we got really off topic there. Well, I was thinking with the, the tying the shoes though. It's like muscle memory <clears> now. I find. Like, you just do it. Like, if you overthink it, like, you miss a step, you get distracted midway and you miss a step and you're like, oh, oh, hang on, fuck. And like, and you're like, you just start from the start. Yeah. It's like, you can't, it's because it's, it's, it's not a conscious thing. It's an unconscious, it's a subconscious thing by that point. But yeah, no, it's, so I can start if you like to get you guys going. Yeah. Of things that you should know by now. And for me, it's very embarrassing. I don't really know how to iron a shirt. I'm with you. Like, I could probably figure it out. I could probably do it, but I'm not, like, competent to just, like, do it. Like, I've just never really worn a lot of shirts in my life. Yeah. And even, like, I don't know, I just, like, I wash them and then I hang them up, which is probably blasphemous. But yeah. Well, it's, it's usually that'll be enough. Yeah. But do you guys have anything like that? Like, you're, like, um, like changing a tire, maybe, or something, or... I don't know how to change a tire. Mm. That's... I, I do, actually. That was probably, like, why am I... Like X was like infatuated with me because like we cut the carbo down and I had to like all right like roll up the sleeves like uh, my, my unironed sleeves <laughs> and lift up the car and like I'm like oh you don't call you Jack for nothing and then like change the tire <laughs> in front Jack of it. Sorry, I don't see the point in ironing shirts. I thought you were saying changing tires. Well, uh-huh. some shirts don't need ironing, but some do though. But why do they need it? it they it look looks better. so get, much better. You get all the, you get all so the creases and folds out, yeah. 
there's certain jobs like they'll <clears throat> they'll make you like a friend of mine he worked at if you're in the army something that's like the yeah. big one well my granddad was in the navy and yeah he he irons yeah. and he irons every he irons like underpants as well which is like you're like did granddad iron my underpants because they're like it's like hard and starchy like, <laughs> like, yeah but warm jack <laughs> warm this is war jack i'm yeah. two for two so far i can't whistle is that count when you really Mm. I mean, that's not, that's not really an adult skill. That's more though. like a yeah. That's not like mm. I'll think of something better. That's like a I'm trying to think what that that that's more like yeah, like a like a oh, like a talent as opposed to like just a societal knowledge. Mm. One thing like I when I was a kid and before I could drive, I'd always ask my dad to take me somewhere, and he'd ask me where it is, and I'd just give him the street name, and he'd say, "All right, yeah, let's go." Like he wouldn't. He just he just know how to get to places. <laughs> I feel like that's a fairly adult thing that I I always hit up Google Maps. I don't know where. Like you, directions and stuff. Yeah. If you were to say, oh, it's on like Bishop Street. I know where that is because I've been there loads of times. But if you were to say like somewhere else, I would just be like, shit, where's where's my phone? Berryman Drive. Don't know. <clears throat> Adelaide. <laughs> oh. Yeah. I don't know streets either. Like we talked about this. It's like, I just know where your house is, Sean. Like yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. someone's like, what's his address? And I was like, I, I don't know. I just know where it is. I don't yeah. know what your address is. Like for the longest time, I didn't even know like main streets and stuff like that. And that's like quite a common thing, maybe amongst young people. But like, I think a friend of ours, like she lived here. She like moved here and was here for like six months. And I was like, oh, it's just along, uh, it's just along Bagot Road, which is like quite a main road in Darwin. She was like, which one's that? I was like, Bagot Road, <laughs> like the main one. She was yeah. like, I don't. I think that's I don't. more of like our generation though, because I think so. You don't yeah, need to, yeah, you don't need to. But, um, yeah. I kind of learnt that really quick because I did a lot of travelling and stuff. Mm, well, I've done, I've done like, uh, it's called a production runner on shoots and stuff like that where I have to like run errands or like move the cast members and stuff like that. And so it's like, yeah, they always ask you for a local because like, oh, he knows where to go. But it's like, <laughs> yeah, you just learn how to like get around and stuff like that. But yeah, it's interesting how quickly we've sort of become uh, reliant on Google Maps. Yeah. It almost shits me off that people that exclusively use and they just look at the thing. I'm like, you're never learning where you go. You know what I mean? Mm. Like if you're not... If you're constantly looking at Google Maps, you're not taking in your surroundings. You're not getting a bearing for anything. But sometimes yeah, I'll it look is at... really helpful though too. <laughs> yes. I don't know if I could live without it. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not good enough. I I know the main streets. I know where most suburbs are now. But even that took me a long time. Yeah, I definitely, I, I definitely got to a point where I don't freak out if I'm like in another city and I don't know my way. That's my thing. Like I'll be like, oh yeah, like I'm, <clears> I'm quite comfortable to find it through like maps or. If I don't have internet, which is like really common, I like asking people. That's always like I'm never I'm never n- ask for directions. Oh. <laughs> well, I thought that's like the, that's what you do. Oh, sorry, right? always ask for directions. Have you ever used a map? Yeah, like a yeah. physical map. I've got a uh, street directory maker. Really? Yeah. I'm, have I'm you a... ever used it? That's actually um, really like forward thinking. Like if you're in a reception or something. I'm a forward thinker. You guys know this about me. <laughs> I should get one for my car. Um, I can. Well, can you read a map? I can read a map. Yeah, I can read a map. I think it's weird when people are like, I can't, I just, I can't read a map. I'm like, what do you mean? It's just a map. Like, we had a funny story where, like, I think it was a story told to me about my grandparents were driving one day, and and you know, granddad was probably like, oh, are we almost there? And grandma's like, yeah, yeah, almost there. And he goes, how much further? And she's looking at a map. She goes, oh, two inches. And then, <laughs> on the brakes, like, ah, what do you mean two inches? Oh no, it's just it's a little bit further, <laughs> three kilometers away. <laughs> 
<laughs> um, I can read a map. I can't tie a tie. Does that count as a? Oh, I can't tie a tie. Well, I, I mean, can tie a tie. I can YouTube. Tie well, yes, a tie. that's the other thing. Yeah, we <laughs> yeah. don't. We don't need to know things I'm anymore. I'm not a male. I can tie a tie. We're already in the matrix generation. They like download information. We just like we just yeah. As long as we Pretty have much. connection, all that free time, you just like. I know kung fu. Just, yeah, <laughs> just, they just, I bet they probably just watch. I felt like I knew how to do kung fu from watching The Matrix that much. Like that move where he like blocks the arms, or like, or even this one where you like, like, what's well, it? Not a visual podcast. But if someone swung it. at me and you move to the side and you push on their elbow and you like and crack their elbow that way, like we could try that later. Well, it looks I easy. <laughs> have some more honey moves. <laughs> It's an aphrodisiac, you guys. Just like... It's almost like that movie Limitless, you know? Yeah, yeah. He's like, I know how to fight because I watched that Kung Fu movie back in 20 years ago when I was eight or something like that. And he just uses that knowledge. I and... love that movie when it's it came It's kind of cool out. movie, yeah. I, I thought he like hit his potential when he like wrote that book in like three days or something. And he, he learned like four languages or something yeah, too. Yeah, I was like, man, that's it. That's all I want to be able to do. And I want he, like, that pill. Yeah, I want I that like, oh. drug, yeah. And I love at the end where he's like, like he's like, I thought you went on the pill anyway. He's like, I'm not, but I... I still remember all the skills I learned. Yeah, like, yeah. And I was like, you're like, oh, mm. shit, that's cool. I, that always shit me how, like... Because Lucy didn't come out too long after, right? <laughs> oh, it was like 10 years later, wasn't it? Was it? No. Well, yeah, Let someone me, look yeah. it up. Who's the, who's testing the stuff? Do you want me to do it? Uh, I don't know where my phone is. Yeah, I, no, I think Costa's right. Limitless I think was I, like early Bradley Cooper. Lucy was like two or three years yeah, ago. Early Bradley Cooper yeah. was like, I mean, 2009 oh, Lucy was the was hangover. More years Lucy, ago than that. Lucy was 2014. Yeah. Limit, was it? Limitless. I want to say it was like 2010 or 2012. 2011. Oh, uh, okay. Oh, so right. three years after. I actually, I, I liked Jeez. Lucy just because. Because I was like, oh, fucking use 100% of your brain. Like, it's such an overused thing. So I like that Lucy was just like, let's just go fucking crazy. Like, <laughs> like it's like she becomes like an entity, like, by yeah. the end of it. And I was like, like, once I realized that's where it was going, I was like, fuck it. I'm all in. Let's go. You know what I mean? It's like, she's not even, she's transcended hum- human. <laughs> yeah, like her see, human I think form. that's where it lost me. I we, was like, what? Yeah, but that's why I, I thought, I know, I yeah, thought it was to, like, separated. Just... No, no, no. It's not that. It's just like what you didn't like was why I liked it. Like, yeah. it just... That's what made it different from Limitless. And I was just like, yeah, let's just go. Let's just do it. She became like a god and could like blow people's minds and stop bullets and all that stuff. Yeah, and I was yeah. just like, yeah, fuck it. That's cool. I was pretty much into it when she was like changing her face and skin color. I was like, that would be cool if we had like 100% control over like each individual atom and we could like con- control over. But then she was like time traveling and stuff. I was like, I was like, Wasn't how does she, that like, work? Yeah. Wasn't she like mentally connected to like every human on the planet uh, as well? Maybe. It I haven't got, watched it since that's, yeah. 2014. <laughs> it's like not like the best movie. I just liked. I was just like, they're just going crazy and crazier. And I was like, and I'm, I'm just, I'm here for it. Yeah. And then she evolved into like a USB stick or something. <laughs> Ultimate oh, cosmic yeah. power. Any <laughs> 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 living space. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um. So adult things. Um. I don't know much about cars at all. Hmm. Um, also, world stories like like news. I'm so not up to date with news, and like I feel really bad because like sometimes at work they'll have like a poli- <clears throat> like a very political discussion happening, and I can't really put an input or opinion about it because I don't know enough about the information because I'm only hearing their side of the story. But it's better than trying to input without knowing anything. Like mm. at least you, I I always <laughs> am saying like I don't know enough to comment on this. Yeah, that's my thing. Yeah. Because I know I a lot of people who have opinion. never used that phrase. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I use like a preface. It's like, I'm sure, like, I don't know. Like, when I was saying stuff about, like, the Notre Dame burning and whatnot, and, like, how billionaires, like, donated a whole bunch of money to the Notre Dame and the people of France who were, like, 
fucking out of work and shit or like what the fuck yeah. like you just donated money to the building like and not us but I know sort of I was on their side but at the same time I'm like I, I don't know all the facts I'm not sure who donated or what the what mm. the, I, I don't even know how severe it is in, in, in Paris and France mm. but I guess the alternative is like even on this podcast like I you know we talk about stuff and I'm like there's all there's always going to be someone that knows more than you oh yeah. yeah so it's like where do you draw the line like I'm just not not going to speak ever like that's not yeah, you yeah. Know, I you, agree you, we that need too. to have a dialogue you need to have a conversation I mm. think because I was just like yeah, just I, I'd just be like afraid to talk always. Because mm. I'd be like, yeah. Like. The the only things I know about like say Paris or France are like the Notre Dame burning in in recent history and the the yellow vest thing. That's pretty big too. Yeah. I know that Macron is like dating his teacher, married to his teacher. Oh, isn't that isn't hmm. that true? I think that's I, true. I don't, I don't know. The president's like dating like a woman who's like twenty years older than him. Allegedly, used to be his teacher. <laughs> Well, I'm pretty sure that's like a, a certified fact. I think. No, I can't dispute that. Oh, if you say oh, oh, every every point made on this podcast is is a fact, as a fact. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 We're all experts. The views the views expressed on this podcast are 100 uh, certified. <laughs> no, re- yeah. The views expressed on this podcast reflect all podcasts. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, there was that episode of QI where they said something like. 17%, I'm just making that number up, but it was a big number. It was like 17% of facts are like, um, you know, not true within like three years or something, you know, mm. because there's, we learn so much new stuff all the time. Like there's a certain percentage of what we say that's simply not true. Like it might be the perceived reality now. Mm. Or even like words that take on new meanings and stuff like that. Well, yeah, that's Like we've thrown like literally around so much mm. i want to say it means both it means figuratively and literally now or something or maybe but that's yeah. a bad that's a bad example no, there's, no. there's better examples than that but you know what i mean like we just use words incorrectly like um well that's their meaning now yeah i know what you mean but it's like if enough people use it incorrectly does that make it the new you know what i mean like does that Ooh. when does it cross the threshold of being wrong if the majority of it the people use it in that incorrect way I think that's um, that's like an actual like debate that people have, but that's what dic- dictionaries are there to reflect. Like language, language isn't there to reflect the dictionaries. Languages change. That's that's yeah. Mm. I don't know if that made sense. No, absolutely. No, it's like Shakespeare language and stuff like that. That's what they say. It's like if we went back in time, we'd, we'd be like, uh huh. Like you would just like <laughs> language and like if they came to the future, we're like, oh yeet, and, and like <laughs> like dabbing and whatnot, and they're just like, like I don't speak your strange language. <laughs> It's funny too when um when sort of international people and students and stuff like that because they learn like English proper and like not the slang. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm terribly sorry. I I don't. My English is not isn't that well versed. <laughs> and we're like, nah, fucking, you're right, mate. <laughs> it's so funny. They always, I felt like there's a lot of people I've met. They like complain like, oh, my English is not that good. And you're just like, are you kidding? Like it's it's, it's better than mine. It's so good. Mm. And like you're confident enough to speak it, like. Even if I learned like some phrases like in French or in Japanese, like I'm just too cowardly to attempt them, <laughs> you know, in case I butcher the pronunciation yeah. and say like the worst thing, you know what I mean? Pronunciation. What did I say? No, I'm just messing. <laughs> <laughs> What's the correct? Is it pronunciation or pronunciation? No, well, that's the joke, isn't it? Because it's like... Enunciate. 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 <laughs> Anywho, do you guys have any, uh, any jack thoughts or anything? <laughs> <laughs> Um, no. I don't want to force you. If you had one with you, say it. I don't want you to keep thinking on the spot. I don't have any. Do you guys name things? 
<laughs> like my, I named <laughs> my laptop mean? the Destroyer. Right hand and left uh, hand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, do you have a name for your car owner, or like a name for your panel bed or room? Um. Or just the thing you refer it to as? Car filming. Oh. You asked oh. me this the other day. My car's name is Gertrude, but I, I don't think I named it. It's just yeah. Shout out to Alex. She's um she named my car, I believe. <laughs> She'll never listen to this. <laughs> My car's Cindy. Cindy's a much more attractive name. I don't. I hate getting <clears throat> in. <laughs> I, was, I was excited to get my car and like name my car, but then I just like I was like it just felt kind of you know basic, you know, and lame and kind of forced. Right. But it is a Mazda three, and I thought if anybody asked me, I I, I thought it was quite clever actually. I was, like, I was like, I'll call it in my Mazda three. I'll call it Mazda Sabansky instead of Magda Sabansky. Oh, I thought that was quite clever. I love that. There's still time. Well, yeah. <laughs> um, no, nothing springs to mind what about did you naming things. Yeah. What do you name things, Costa? Cars, Cindy. Um, the laptops, the executioner. Oh, executioner. I tried to steal yours with the destroyer. <laughs> <laughs> um, bed is usually just pit. Um, he does it with people too. Yeah, well, we both know, like, have a mutual friend. Um, was it Brave? That he was in, the big booty boy? Oh, no, what did I call him? He, he was Booty McTight Shorts. That's right. Well, I didn't know his name, so I was just like, in my head, I was yeah, like... Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, if I you was n- like, wow, that guy... Do you booty know him, Costa? Can I've you s- tag him when this podcast goes out? Sure. See if he knows it's him. <laughs> <laughs> He'll private message you, am I Booty McTight Shorts? <laughs> I, should, I, should, I should clarify, Brave was a dance performance that was recently done in Darwin. Yeah, and there was, there was a dancer. I feel like a lot of dancers are typically lean, but this guy was like... Captain America, like, <laughs> yeah. Good on him. Yeah, absolutely. He's a brilliant dancer. I feel like that's how I would look if I was a dancer, like that kind of short and booty and like just big legs and whatnot. Um, I'll definitely tag him in this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you like, because you're the stage manager. So yeah, yeah, that was what I've been working on. Do you want to tell on. us a little bit about that? Oh, well, I've been working on um, the show. It's a awareness trilogy. So this beautiful lady... Um, called joe she made um she works with slides this youth company and they she made this awareness trilogy and it's uh secrets brave and time the three performances and their dance shows but um essentially secrets was last year um and they've done them for like over 10 years these film um not films uh plays some people said, yeah, like uh, our friend Matthew, like he was like, I've seen this play like three times or something. Yeah. Like that. yeah, but they just get bigger and better every single year, and they're just it's getting to a point where the sets are so crazy. And <laughs> it's awesome. What's set. the main theme? Um, so secrets is about um drugs. Um, uh, brave is about uh bullying, and time is about uh team roadkill. Mm. Um. Mm. And they're all. Is there a better way to teen roadkill? Well, I don't know. How to, what is it? Um, Vehicular deaths on the road. Okay. Car road, crash. Road I just. I, I, like, I, we yeah. don't want to be associated. I, ne- I just never heard it that way. Teen roadkill. <clears throat> that's it. Yeah. Um. But. Teen What's road really kill. good about these things is that um they're really fun to watch, but they're also quite hard to watch at the same time because they don't sugarcoat <laughs> anything. They're, they're pretty depressing and confronting. They're very, yeah. very confronting. Brave. I don't know if I could have watched it even. It, it is hard. But they have when you they when we go when we bring kids in to come see the show we have um, this headspace outside of the theater and it's this 
um, organization to help with like mental illness um, awareness and um, mm. support like kids that are going through like depression and anxiety good. and different types of mental illnesses. Um, and they're on pretty much standby for anyone who just wants to walk out of the theater. And we tend to get like a lot of kids walk out during mm. our shows, but wow. it's uh, we're, at least we're offering people there to talk to them then and there. And yeah, no, that's, yeah. they're just such great shows. I remember um, they said that at the start. Yeah, they were like, oh, you know, if it's like a bit too much for you, you can go outside. Yeah, they, yeah, we really encourage it. But yeah, we've been managing them. Managed last year's production, managed this one, been away for three weeks what doing that. Go? And I'm doing next year's too. So, that's time, so which cool. is going to be so beautiful. That's awesome. It's going to, we've got a car ready for it. It's going to come on set. I'm not going <laughs> to spoil it, but it's. It's going to be, it's going to be amazing and big and just, just spectacular. Cause it's like 50, this year there was 58 cast members, 58 kids learning these shows. They go for an hour and a half, but they just put 110% every single time they do these shows. And I couldn't stress enough how amazing all these individual kids were. And like, you just forget how professional, um, and like how talented kids could be if they're given the right mentors and the right time and that patience mm. to, and they just put on this brilliant show. That's awesome. I do find it. Yeah. Like the, especially the leads, I think it just, it's like, they're just incredible human specimens, like just physical, like an athletic ability mm. just to just perform. Like I've done, I've never done dance before, but I've done like acting and it's like, and I get quite like, you know, nerves get me. And so it's like, I'll be sweaty and like, and I, my throat closes up and I'll do like one scene and I'll come off and I'm like, oh Jesus, like one scene. But it's like, these guys are on stage for like, especially if they're the lead, they're on stage like a good probably like hour or 40 minutes and they're just wow. dancing and jumping around and delivering lines and screaming and yelling and all that stuff. And it's just like, um, yeah, they're, 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 yeah, I thought the leads were just fucking incredible. Like they're just like, I can't imagine moving that quickly with that amount of control. You know what I mean? Like I could... I could do one or the other, you know what I mean? Like, I can move very slowly into, or I could flap my arms around, but it's like, the way they just, the movement, I'm always just so impressed, like, and it was weird, because I, I, after the show, like, I was, I felt like a robot, because, well, you know me, I cry at fucking everything. Yeah. But I've seen now, the first two, I've seen Secrets and Brave, and I didn't cry, and I'm surrounded by just, like, sobbing people, and I'm like, yeah, I was like, oh, like, I feel like I should be crying, but this... I think because it's a play and it's the dance, I'm just, I, there's sort of a disconnect for me there. Like, I just, I'm not as, because, I don't know. I, I haven't thought about it too deeply, but it's just, yeah, there's something about it. I think I'm too focused on the dancing, I think. I'm, like, looking at that. I'm mm. not really taking in the, the emotion and whatnot. I think, because it, it's kind of too fantastical, I guess, and ridiculous, because it is, like, you know, like, he bullied me, but they're, like, doing flips and splits, and I'm just, like, it's just not very. Re- I don't know. I, I think I know what you mean. I don't want to. I don't want to come off negatively because it is an amazing, powerful show, and it really is like wow, and it's it, it's affecting so many people, and that's really cool. But it just for whatever reason, I don't think theater and stage stuff makes me cry. Yeah, and I think that is also because you have worked in theater and stuff, so you kind of know that whole. I've also never really been involved bullying. in drugs and bullying too. I thought that and might be that a huge exactly aspect of it. That was the case <clears> with this year. Was last year we didn't get that many. 
people walking out mm. of our shows and um, not we many... We can bully you a I bit mean, if you want yeah. to experience. <laughs> you, well, you could be missing well, out Well, that was the thing. Something. In the show, they're like screaming at the lead, being like, you're a fucking loser, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, in my mind, it, it, like I feel like bullying is more like psychological and, and subtle, you know, and especially like nowadays, like but it's all online. Well, that's my favorite. True, true. It's mm. more, it, I think you said this to me, it's more about... Like when they're all dancing and running around, like it's more like how it feels as opposed mm. to like, like this is what it is in real life. It's more just like the feeling, and they express that through dance mm. and movement and stuff like that. Yeah, and but last year we should have some dancers on the podcast. Yes, last year's was about methamphetamine, and um, the main character dies. Like they don't, you he does his last dance, and it's quite quite hard to watch because then they have like this video. And it's him watching himself as a kid with his mum, who has a really good relationship throughout this, like, the show. But not many, like, it is really crying, tear factor show, but it didn't affect as many people as it did this year because um, more people know what bullying's like. And when we did our, our Q&A sessions with some of the, during the matinee performances, so many people were just like, yep, I've been bullied. It was like everyone and everyone in the cast had been bullied and like I've been bullied and like it's like such a more understandable and relatable thing. So it's kind of like not everyone's going to cry and we don't – everyone's going to react differently because they are such hard shows to watch sometimes because um, they are brutally honest. Like um, unfortunately we did a rape scene in this yeah, one and it's quite – brutal quite confronting and some kids were laughing because it's like you just don't know what to expect about kids and like it's not you can't get mad at them because it's such a confronting scene like not everyone's gonna want to be sitting there and watching it like some Sometimes people want to almost like a defense mechanism yeah too, exactly like, like it's not necessarily funny it's just like what else do you do we just want like and i think the show with this and the director's um point of view and outcome on this is she just wants people to be educated mm. and to support slides and to just come and watch the show because we want you to experience our journey because it is a long journey for these kids to get to this stage point but yeah so it's all about kind of just educating people and showing people um not only what the dancers can do but also the story that comes along with it do you feel like you've learned something but like from it that you can oh yeah i learn i learn something every single time i go into work I, it's my favorite thing in the world is working it's working <laughs> i think i walk away from work a bit dumber <laughs> <laughs> i was quite fortunate though i pretty much scored my dream job straight out of high school so it's like i'm fine i'm set i'm happy for you Oh, <laughs> you sound really upset. <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, just we just hit half an hour, mm. so I was wondering. If, okay. Real quick, because we haven't talked about it on the podcast yet. Do we just want to quickly? Because I don't think we'll ever get another chance. Because it's 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 not even in the consciousness of the public anymore. So I'm slurring my words. I've had too much mead. <laughs> do we want to just quickly talk about Shazam for like five minutes? Just quick, <gasps> yes, just quick thoughts. We? Just just like oh, what you thought about okay, it, good okay, or bad. Okay, essentially. Yes. Have you seen it, sorry, Costa? Oh, I haven't. Okay, well, it right, doesn't matter. Maybe oh, no, no, come well, on, hit me. No, no, no. Persuade I mean, me. No, that was a, I'm going to talk about it. I don't care. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh. So I was like, hey, Shazam. I was like, wow, that was really cool and really fun. 
And then I walked out of the theater, and after a few steps, I was like, "Never gonna watch that again." Never. Yeah, I was like, "I have no desire to watch that movie again." Like, mm. I think I liked it so much because it was the first DC film in a very long time, or since Man of Steel, that I've been like, "Wow, I enjoyed." And <clears throat> so I think. Wait, even not Wonder Woman. Mm. Oof. Oof. Best movie of what year was it, Jack? What was this? Oh, who can remember, like... Sean? Who can remember? <laughs> um, what did you think about it, though, Sean? I, I thought you weren't you just like meh on it a little bit. It's brilliant. Yeah, look, it was kind of it was cute. There was a <clears> review <throat> I read that summed it up better than I ever could, and it said something about like Shazam is just pure, unadulterated wish fulfillment, and I was like. Because that's what that's kind of what it is. Like this kid, like gets his powers, and he's like so goofy, but he's so strong, and he like defeats the bad guy, and then like at the end, all of his little orphan, you know, brothers and sisters also get mm. powers. I don't want to give it away, but I think like, that's the, I think I, I actually really like that moment. That was quite surprising. I thought, yeah, yeah, it, like, that, really that moment was that. okay, the big but moment, then the yeah. whole third act went for. Oh ages. my god! It fucking never. I, I was so sick of it. I, f- I felt like the the highs were really high. Like there's like individual scenes in that movie that are so good. Oh, yeah. Like the oh, scene yeah. in the convenience store where he's discovering <gasps> his powers. Yes, like the burglar so shoots him. Funny. And he's like, "What? I'm bulletproof." And, and then the like, kid's like, "Shoot him again!" And he's like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah shoot, <laughs> shoot me again." Him in the he face. Like, gives the burglar back the gun yeah. and he's like, "Shoot <laughs> me again." And like it's it they're so good. But yeah, the pacing's really odd. Like the, it it takes a while to get the beginning. I read online, I think Zachary Levi, he doesn't enter the film until about an hour. And I'm like, yeah, because like they have the whole prologue at the start, yep. setting up the villain. Then it's the whole kid and like learning about the kid and his fucking problems and blah, blah, blah. And then he finally gets the power. And that's when the movie really gets good. Well, and there's a few the scenes. The kids in it, well, I, but, I didn't mind it either, but yeah, it's just like, it, mean, it really right? gets better though once yeah, Zachary yeah. Levi joins. And I think the performances are really good and there's some great scenes. But then, yeah, like you said, then the ending just fucking goes on. Mm. Like, it's a, bit, it's a bit odd, some of the scene choices and the pacing, I think. So who weird. stole the show for me was um, the... The friend? The friend slash, yeah. like, foster brother. Yeah. I thought he was great. He was He, was, so he stole the, the show. Were he yeah, was hilarious. Were but yeah. <clears throat> but he really stood out. There was just, like, things that he did that would just make me yeah, go hysterical. Pretty like, endearing, yeah. It was just, like, really simple things, like mm. how he just... Would throw his whole lunch tray. Or had he had the GoPro and the helmet? Oh, yeah. Like he's like he just rocks like he's been filling everything with his GoPro. And I'm like, that's such like a kid. Like, I thought they yeah nailed. You nailed him. Some of the st- he, it's, he was it's, like the YouTube yeah. generation. Yeah. yeah, such a good. I thought term. some of the stuff in that film was perfect, but I think like as a whole, I was kind of like, uh, like, like I don't know. It was really dark in some scenes too. Yeah, but that's because like when those demons are massacring the office I people and they're that. getting smacked against the window. Yeah. I was like, I thought that was what happened to the kids movie. Well, like, I thought that was clever because I didn't show it. They just showed, like, the silhouettes of it. I don't know, it was pretty dark. It was still dark. It was still yeah. very dark. And if but... you look at the director, it's like, horror movie, horror movie, horror movie, horror movie, Shazam. Like, yeah. So it's like, well, clearly there's all these that. aspects, yeah. But, yeah, anyway. No, I really enjoyed it. Um, that's, I would I, say check it out, I think. I yeah. got I went hysterical and got really excited when I saw Mr. Mine, the caterpillar. Oh, my God. Okay, no one else knows. He's, like, a really, really... Big, big supervillain in the comics, and he's a caterpillar that can talk, and he's like super genius. Oh, is that at the end of the? Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, but on top know? of that, um, can we get another bottle? <laughs> <laughs> but on top of that, it was like he was in the start, and he's the caterpillar in the. I don't even know the terminologies and where they were, but when he walks into the wizard place, right. and the caterpillar, I was like, "That's Mister Moon." I picked it up straight away. 
And then the thing was cracked. Well and I was like, no way. Oh, sorry, did anyone else want some? I just helped myself with the rest of it. That's <laughs> I'm you good. You can distribute it if you like. No. I, I, we'll go get another bottle. What's the time? We'll I'm pretty it. sure we can make it. We're good. Oh, yeah, um, we can make it. <clears throat> all right, that's enough. Shame. All right. I was so... Yeah, okay. I, I, it was fine. Let's move on to the big guns. All right. All right. The Endgame. actual all right. good film. Let's talk about Avengers. We're going straight into spoilers. There's no... There's yeah, no... sorry. All right. Spoilers if you haven't but seen it. But come Avengers on. Endgame. You should have seen the film by now. I love that the directors are even coming out. They're like, yeah, May 5th. Like, all bets. Like, we're yeah, going to yeah, talk yeah. about it. Like, it's been two weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Good call. Oh. Good call. So... Um, because that's why I wanted to get these podcasts like quicker. Because like we didn't talk about Infinity War, and I'm so sad that we never all raged about it because we were so high on Infinity War. Yeah. Oh yeah. Anywho, so we open <laughs> on Hawkeye and his family. Well, I, I thought that's actually where it would start because he's quite. A, I knew he was going to be a big part of this movie, and I, I thought they would show his family dying. I actually kind of called that. People are talking about how they want Robert Downey to win an Oscar, and I'm like, yeah, I want that as well. I want them all to win. Every everyone involved in that film, I want to give an Oscar to. But an honorary Hawkeye, Oscar. <laughs> Jeremy Renner's performance in that little scene where his family oh, turned to what? dust, and he's just like, "Boys, boys," and he's like running. And he's just like, "Hey, hello," and it, like he's just running. He's like. What the fuck is going on? And they just had a cold open. The Marvel logo hasn't even gone. And they cold open on that. And he's like, and he's got got his little ankle bracelet. Mm. And he high fives his daughter. He's like, oh, you're a little Hawkeye. And they had that little cute back and forth about the hot dogs. And then he turns (laughs) and she's just dust. The whole cinema. I had a really good cinema experience. Oh, so did I. Um, Everyone was so vocal. Everyone was really into it. Hardcore fans. And everyone was like, Ooh. Yeah. I think it before was... she even turned to dust, I think there was yeah. people in our cinema who were like, oh no. Well, yeah. I, I, I knew that from the trailer. I think I said that in a comment. I was like, when they showed him killing people and stuff in the trailer, I'm like, that's a man who witnessed his family turn to yeah. dust. Oh, yeah, yeah. And that scene happens. And I remember, yeah, when the daughter turns to dust and this guy, I just remember this guy went, oh. <laughs> <laughs> and like, I think that's what's so good about these movies and what we talk about when we, because you want to go. I like going day one or day two because it is the super nerds. Mm. Yeah. And they'll be chatting, 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 but as soon as the movie starts, they are fucking silent. And they, they applaud when necessary. Yes. They react yep, when necessary. Laugh. They laugh at they the funny gasp. parts. They, they gasp. They yeah, cry. Yeah, the gasps and the, the gasps cheers. We got so, so we got a good. really good cheer. And this movie is full of those moments. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like... I've been saying it since I watched it. There's so much movie in this fucking movie. And I like the phrasing of that because I was trying to work it out after watching it in my head. Like, the number of movies that they physically, literally revisit yes. or, or mm. just reference. But this movie is like a, a wet dream for the fans of the series. It's, I mean, like, it's a love letter. It's a <clears throat> retrospective. It feels like the Return of the King of superhero movies. Oh, like, yeah, it's it's like slash Return of the Jedi times by a million. Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, Can you imagine the guy trying to pitch this now? Who went to producers and was like, "Hey, uh, all I want to do is." Um, I just need a couple of zillion dollars so I can make a twenty-two movie series that ends with time travel, <laughs> and then producers would be like, "No," <laughs> and he's like, "No, no, it'll be really good." The last movie with the time travel, there's going to be like ninety named characters in it in one scene. <laughs> like, <laughs> so I've you trying to pitch that. Yeah, I've only seen it once because it was like, uh, "Have you guys?" I've only seen it. I've once. seen it twice. Once. All right, and I'm I'm itching to see it again because mm-hmm. like I'm I remember Infinite, see it a third time. Infinity War. I was so like, I was like, "Fuck." And I like, I was like, I couldn't even. I was like, I need to see this again. And I saw it pretty much 
three days in a row. I bam, 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 bam. <laughs> this one I remember coming out of, I was like, I'm pretty good. I don't think I need to see that again. And it was like an itch. Like I just kept like <clears> thinking <throat> about it. I couldn't stop thinking about it. And now I'm just like, I need to see this movie again. Yeah. And cause yeah, like there's just so much that happens. I kept forgetting things and then remembering. People are like, oh, do you remember like this part? I'm like, oh shit. Yeah, that did happen. Or whatever. Mm. Like, um, it's almost like a fever dream. You're like, wait, did we really see Chris Pratt like dancing to that song again? Like, yeah. Well, because it, it was like, oh my god, yeah, that did like, happen. Yeah, it, it was. Just, yeah, that's what I mean. It was just all these epic moments, and it was just like, like it really was. Yeah, just like, I think I think they did a balance between fan service so well. Like it never felt too cringy or forced. Like it was always like character moments. Yeah, absolutely. Like when Steve in the elevator says like. Hail Hydra, and you're just like, oh, God, no. like oh, that's no. such a fan service moment. But you're like, it's because he's smarter now. Like, it's like a character moment. Like, he's like, he can outsmart, he doesn't need to be, he could great. beat them all. That is my favorite line in the whole film oh. is Hail Hydra, and they all look at each other, and he just gets it. And it's and like, you just a, see smile, he like chuckles to himself. And no, like, but every idiots. that was so that we there was yeah. like three times in the film people applaud. That was the first one, yeah. everyone was like. Yeah, going crazy. It was yeah, so was funny. So cool. It was such a good so, line. I would deliver it amazingly too. Mm. I was like, oh. So I kind of want to go through it if I can remember it sort of like sequentially, I oh, guess. All right, go on. So go then on. the Marvel logo comes up and we open on, and it's that whatever song it is. And it kind of, it's quite like, yeah. And then it's it's Tony and Nebula in the spaceship and they're playing, playing like that like little basketball game. game. Yeah. yeah. Which I actually really like that because yeah, he's, like, he's like he's like you won and he shakes her hand and her face because it's like all her life is like being competitive and yeah. she's like what <laughs> like, I just, like it's like she's never heard GG in her life you know what I mean because Thanos just takes a part of her this arm and rips it away like yeah. I'm so glad like I like I feel like you know when we talk about Star Wars and you and me were like oh we could write a better film yeah. this movie I'm like I'm glad they wrote it because they thought of stuff I could never fucking think of yeah mm. um I like the Nebula Tony dynamic. Yeah. That was good. Yeah. I like Nebula in the whole thing. I thought the way she's developed since Guardians 1 is amazing. I mean, most improved, surely. Yeah, I think so. Because she's always got that weird voice like, all right, I'm on it. Yeah. Like, <laughs> the way she talks, like, yes, father. Like, it's like, it's like kind of weird, but you should, yeah, they really done a good job with she's like humanizing it. Queen. <laughs> yeah, um, well, Karen Gillan is Scottish, and yeah. so it's like whatever accent voice she's putting on. Um, I um, It was quite a like hit seeing tony stark like that so skinny and like really yeah, weird, gaunt he, and weird. Like he, was, he looked horrible. I, yeah i, oh, I'm I, agree with you. I didn't it. i didn't notice I like, it in the space scenes i only hit. noticed it when he was back on earth back on how earth, gaunt yeah. he was yeah it's kind of scary was CGI? i mean it must have yeah been. they, they would have done the yeah. yeah it's like the way they make them old or young i think Which is and so like no it's like how they did with captain <clears> america <throat> the very young first. michael douglas but i mean i've always joked about how like chris hemsworth and chris evans have to get really buff and tony stark doesn't he just robert downey's just like good job guys you gotta meet you gotta meet swing yeah um, uh, but yeah, and so then Captain Marvel rescues him and brings him back to Earth, which is funny because I complained when we did the Captain Marvel spoiler cast how they showed that scene, and I was like, oh, I'm gonna have to see that scene again in the movie. Oh, jokes on me! They didn't have that scene, <laughs> and it actually threw me. What was the scene again? At the end of Captain Marvel, it's when she they're like Captain America's like try and get that transmitter to work, and then oh and yeah, like, wasn't in the movie, and then yeah, she yeah. rocks up. But and I was like thrown. I was like, oh, so that scene didn't even happen. It was alternative. And then I was like, oh wait, no, it did happen. She got there. They told her where Tony was, and then she would have shot off, got Tony, then came back. I guess, yeah. I like. I, so I was super happy. I really it was like a prologue. That. Yeah. I thought it well, was. Well, they used to do one shots, and they don't anymore. Mm. Mm. And then so then Pepper meets him, and then he's really mad. 
this is what I love as well. It's like Age of Ultron is such an important film because he starts spouting all those lines from Age of Ultron at Cap. Well, and Civil War. That was like yeah. the last time they spoke. Yeah, he yeah. was like, you should have been there. We fucked up. And then yeah. he was like, I wanted a suit of armor around the world. Do you remember that? Yeah. yeah. And then he's like, and you'd said we, if we like lost, we'd lose together. And we did. That was yeah. such that was a like uncomfortable oh, scene because yeah. you just wanted to like get them, you wanted them to work it out. But like you realize <clears> that they've gone through so much history that they needed to have that argument and you're just like that's so bad watching you like mm. oh no i want you guys to hug again and, and all like, that but that was like, the I first time they had seen each other since civil war and he's like i lost the kid and he's yeah. like we lost two connie yeah and, yeah. and then he's like fuck you and he walks off and then that's when i believe they get together to go take down thanos mm. And that that threw, I think, the whole audience because they went yeah. and fucking capped him in the first fifteen minutes. You're like, what? I, I turned to the person I was sitting next to. I was just like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> I was like, because they just go and like, man, that's an epic scene too. Yeah, Captain, like he's just alone on a farm and he just like she blasts down, grabs him, and then and Hulkbuster grabs his other arm, and then Thor just comes in and fucking slices his hand off. Yeah, yeah. And like, where are the stones? And he's I like, destroyed, I destroyed the them. And I thought that was so cool to get Thanos oh, more stuff to do. My God, yes. Yeah. I aim for the head. Yeah, he like that was that was a yeah, good line. They get frustrated. That, that just would have been preying on his mind the whole time since yeah. he saw him again, mm. thinking about how he could have killed him. We'll, we'll, we'll get there with sort of Thor because he kind of annoyed me, but I think that's he's like such a tragic character. Like you really see that he blames himself. He's like, I yeah, and he slices his head off immediately, and he's like, I went for the head. <laughs> I love that meme that's like all the, you know, particularly women, I guess, saying, I'll watch it for the plot. And there's just a picture of Chris Hemsworth looking gorgeous as he does. <laughs> and then the comment is like, oh, the plot thickens. Because <laughs> he, like, he like gets the fat. It's great. Well, yeah. So... It's, it is kind of annoying, but it's it's great. So, yeah. And then so they kill Thanos. You're like, what the fuck? And then it goes five years yeah. later. And I love that. And I love that just seeing all these characters, like how they've, Move, tried to move on or not moved on. Mm. This movie's like three movies in one, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's like the Russo brother had a really good cameo. He had a brilliant cameo. Oh, and the first openly gay yeah. Marvel character. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, um, he that was really good. Quite a good down to earth scene of like seeing people going. Well, I went on a date and he cried <clears> and I cried and it was like, I was like, okay, like it's good to and it was ironic and uh to see Captain America like doing that like what sam used yeah. to do for oh, yeah. his this movie oh. referenced every other movie I, I feel. well that's i was trying to tick yeah. off in my head i think it actually did if pretty got, much yeah. Mm. Uh, yeah we don't have to do it this way that i'm sort of unrolling it like if you guys sort of have thoughts i think jump in but um no that's all right no it's good it's good it's kind it's, of recapping. it's like a challenge for me i'm trying to recap it yeah um i just I, love oh sorry Costa. oh just and while we're on cap i i did like how he kind of brought on that Ugh. He brought on that line with uh, Black Widow, who's just like saying, "Oh well, I saw those dolphins in the in the river. There's less boats in it." I was like, "Shit!" There is a bit of like there is some good silver lining. Mm. There is a silver yeah, lining. Yeah, it's like, are you on are you on Thanos' side? Yeah, yeah. Mm. and you sort of have to be a little bit. I mean, yeah. As far as he's concerned, they can't do anything. <clears throat> Might as well live with it. Oh yeah, absolutely. It was just such a yeah. Like when after they killed Thanos, it was five years. I'm like, where? The, like, I'm like, I don't know where this is going. Like, holy shit. I mean, because a lot of these actors and actresses are like Oscar-winning actresses. I just love that they got like a chance to just 
chat to each other. It's almost like that episode of Game of Thrones before the big battle, mm. like where they're just talking yeah. and they get a chance to show their acting chops. Like I think Black Widow's so good. Like the way her hair, you see the regrowth coming out. Like I don't think I've ever seen that in a film. She doesn't really was like, fight in this film, does she? I not, think that's kind yeah. of a nice change. For but her, she's actually. just like she's just kind of done and i love that she's like the director now and she's like talking to yeah. captain Mar- i love that scene of the war that's like such a comic book thing if she's like she's like how's space how's wakanda they're all reconning back and things like that and then hulk's like professor hulk that is uh, weird that, i don't know uh, if i like that i, I predicted did. it i kind of like it was just new i thought and unique it. they were like oh that's just this because that's in the comic thing is smart hulk and i was like oh it's kind of cool that we've like that they just did this take on it and he's like one with it. And then Tony, and Tony, I'm getting all the scenes muddled. I probably can't keep this up for much longer because I just get it all muddled. <laughs> so yeah, Tony's got like a kid now. And he's, as he says, in, I think he's like, oh, maybe I should have Clint. I should take a page out of Clint's book and settle down. And that's what he does. He's with Pepper and he has in, like a kid. In Infinity War, I think he even says we should name him Morgan after your crazy uncle or something. Mm. I think this film <clears throat> balanced so many things so well and was like like a real achievement. And yeah, Perfectly like balanced. Three. <laughs> three <laughs> yeah but i just think yeah it really was three films like it was that sort of depressing thing at the start and then they had the time heist and then it was like the big battle yeah and i love that ant-man i love how he gets out of the quantum realm is just a rat just walks across the thing but you know what i liked about it is i thought i felt like that is something that would happen in an ant-man movie yeah and i thought that was what was so cool about those scenes it's like Every reaction, interaction that Ant-Man had, it felt like it was something out of an Ant-Man movie. Like, even that scene in the cafe where it's him and the kids and he's like, take a photo, take the photo with him. He's like, no, no, I'm good. good." Like, it went on so long. But it's like the Louise character. It's like it was written by... um, um, Whoever did Ant-Man. Whoever did Ant-Man. But then, and even better than that. And then, so, yeah. (laughs) So, it's like they need to get the team back together because Ant-Man finds them about time travel and stuff like that. And then they go and get Thor... Yeah. And that whole scene felt like Taika Waititi did it. I mean, yeah, I Hulk, Hulk and did. Rocket in the back of the Ute, like, <laughs> going along. <laughs> it's so weird. It's so weird. And they open the door, and yeah, Fat Thor. And Korg and Meek are playing Fortnite. And everyone, the crowd went crazy. That yeah, was such everyone a good, was like, Ugh. I couldn't stop laughing, yeah. And it was clearly a fat suit, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's no way Chris Hemsworth gained that. I mean, I've you see pictures of him and, you know, it, you're just always like, whoa. <laughs> and I just love to get him on this ship, like, because he's just such a tragic character. He's just, like, blames himself and he just gets drunk. And, and like everyone he and knows Mark is dead. Hulk says, like, mentions Thanos. And he's like, don't say that. No. <laughs> and then to get him to join the team, Rocket's like, there's beer on this ship. <laughs> and then it just cuts. And, yeah, and then when Ant-Man's like, because I, I sort of, the, all the fan theories was, like, yeah, time travel. Or, like, going back and visiting the old movies. But mm. I was just like, that just sounds too good to be true. But then when Ant-Man's like, oh, are we doing a time heist? You're like, you said, like, yeah, fuck yeah, let's do it, let's do it. <laughs> I was so in when he said that. Because, yeah, the first, like, yeah. I don't know, half hour, 40 minutes, it's really dark. Not it's... not slow. I would never use the word slow. No, but I it thought is it was, dark. Yeah. I thought it was very well paced. It's, like, somber and it quiet. Just, it just builds up into There's, like, it. no action. But then there's yeah. a, then when Ant-Man looks at, like, the camera basically and he's like time wise time wise yeah. who's, in? who's in let's do it I and then like, the yes, music me. the music to kick it off too it was like how they went back to when they all went through and then it just like comes up with new york 2012 and that was yeah. the second that was the oh. that was the second applause we got in the cinema was everyone started like going crazy when it was like 2012 Oh, and New they York. just showed all those scenes and I was again like, yes. with the camera spinning around them. I the... love those. It felt and like, then it oh, continued. Man. 
dude. Like what? you get to see just like a little bit after, and yes. it's like Hulk being stupid, and it's like well, oh, I was like, yes, it's it's, oh, it, it's so fuck, it's so good. It's just it like brilliant. I thought it was so. It's funny as well because it is like they. It, I thought it was quite like I guess bold of them or bullish to kind of call out all the other time travel movies and be like, those movies are dumb. Oh yeah, this is how you do time travel. And our movie makes sense. Blah blah. blah. And there's rules and stuff like that. Yeah, and they were and like they said, like, not them Back all. to the Future's mm. lame. And then Ant Man has that great line. He's like, Die Hard. He's like, Wait, that's not right. <laughs> <laughs> He's just naming eighties movies. Like, and then um, I can just picture like Paul all Rudd's the writers so in the room, like yeah. like writing each character's dialogue. It is like Back to the Future where they're sneaking behind or like yeah. Harry Potter 3 where it's like the scenes again, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. but like from a different perspective contextually. Yeah, like, like what happened always happened. And I just, I love that they built on those scenes like, oh fuck, that's just... The stuff that happened oh in Avengers Tower after the Battle of Avengers Tower, yeah. that, that may be my favourite 10 minutes of any movie ever. Like, I love when that. When they're all posing in front of him and it's like, oh yeah, like would they really just be standing there posing <laughs> then? Iron Man's like, come on, we can't just sit here posing all the time. <laughs> yeah. And then... I just I love that the three movies they chose to go back to. And you know what's really funny, Sean? Is for our Marvel rankings, right? I did mm. like a funny thumbnail. And guess what three movies I used on that thumbnail? Avengers, Guardians, uh-huh. and did I tell me? Which is the other movie? Pull the Dark World. I used those oh, three movies, you? and that's the three movies that they went back and visited. Oh, they do. Oh, even that scene where they're going through your and favorite movie, Sean, Thor: The Dark World. They revisited Thor: The Dark World, Sean. There was so much in that With. film that people underrate. <laughs> I love that. Even that scene where what are we they. On, what are we on now, sorry? With the ancient one. No, where they. I love that scene before they figure out where all the Infinity Stones are. They go through every single MCU film and they're, like, talking about mm. and they're trying to update everyone. It's like, so my mom was killed by a dark elf. And they're, like, <laughs> and they're all kind of, like, like squinting their eyes going, did that really happen? And we're like, yeah, that did happen. That happened. I will, I will say, <laughs> as much as there was such an applause for Fat Thor, I feel like he got old pretty quick. It's so quickly. I, I was actually expecting him to, like, do some magic Viking training technique and mm. rock up on the ship with, like, his body back. Yeah. And then he did, and I was like, mm. I really fun. wanted, I for the end, like, the, that was the only thing, like, in that final battle, I would have loved to have seen Thor. Yeah, he's always going to be Fat Thor in that final battle. Yeah. That really I kind of like me. it. Because that's what Chris Hemsworth wants to do, I think, is like sort of mix it up every time. Just a part of it, I felt like when... Because I felt like his version in Infinity War was... That was like peak Thor, I thought. Even me. in Thor um, yeah. Ragnarok, that he was, was almost... A bit too silly, maybe? Or? No, well, I, Thor Ragnarok's not my favourite film, but that was almost peak Thor, I thought, almost. I, I liked him better in Infinity War. Like, when he's giving that speech to Rocket about, like, all the people he's lost and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. And I guess this is just a continuation. Like, he's just, he's just yeah, done. Like, they're all just done. Yeah. But then, yeah, so they go... Was it Hulk, Tony, Ant-Man, and... I think it's- and Cat, they go to New York 2012. And fuck, there's so many good parts in that. Mm. And yeah, I love that. I love how all the callbacks, like they got Tilda Swinton back, oh, the that ancient was one. Huge. And it shows her defending. It's like, oh, she was doing <coughs> stuff and she's doing yeah. the aliens, uh, fighting off the aliens. And then Mark Ruffalo goes to meet her and he wants the time stone. And she does that whole like chi blast and knocks Mark Ruffalo out yeah, of the hole. Yeah, that, that was clever. And they just gave her all these like. It's like they just took the good things from like other movies and like put them in this one and yeah. stuff like that. And she's they'd have that whole speech about time travel. And she's like, I Oh, love- you'll make a branch and then he's like, No, no, we'll just put it back in time and stuff. 
I love the fight between Cap and Cap. Oh my god! And he's like, it's Loki, oh Loki. God. So there was and I that, was like, that <coughs> three or four minutes. I got I, yeah, I got eyes on the, Loki. Um, yeah, yeah. And then he even says like, Bucky's alive. And 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 the moments in the elevator where he's like, well, Hail Hydra. Yeah. There were so many callbacks like Winter well, yeah, Soldier. They brought, they brought um, is it Crossbones? And they brought Robert Redford Grumlo back. And, and Jack Sitwell. Sitwell. Yeah, they brought all those Robert guys Redford. back. And it's, I just it felt like. To me, it but felt who like... would have said no to being in that film? Yeah, I know. That's true. But who, I, I just, it felt like I just got such a huge Toy Story two vibes where Buzz fights Buzz because <laughs> the Buzz from the store is like he still thinks he's a Galactic Ranger, whereas yeah, this Buzz yeah, is yeah. like he's he knows he's a toy. I could and they do had this that, all day. Yeah, he's like, I could do this. All. He's like, Yeah, I know, I know, I know Jesus. I know. And he's like, Fucking, you're so he's righteous. Like, God, this is what I used to be like. <laughs> He's I like, just punch you in your perfect teeth. Yeah, he's like, was I really this righteous? Yeah, yeah. I, it's so good. And all the lines about America's ass, he's like, that's America's ass. <laughs> and, he, and Captain America looks at his own ass. Yeah. He's like, yeah, that is America's, America's ass. ass. Fuck, yeah. And yeah, it just shows like, he's like smarter and better. Like when he, he doesn't beat them up in the other way, he just says like, yeah, mm. he's like, I, I'll hide you. Like, yeah, the crowd went fucking crazy. Yeah, because so yeah, like, mm. there's so many people that rate Winter Soldier so highly. Mm. So that's like that moment was for them. Like, yeah, it yeah. felt shot for shot almost, like where they all get in. Yeah, mm. it, like, it almost was. Yeah. When he like, and they even did the shot where he like places his hand on the gun. Mm. I was like, oh, is is this gonna be like I mean, that's one all my, over again? The elevator fight scene in Winter Soldier is one of my favorite scenes in the MCU. Like. Where he like looks and he starts to get more suspicious and he sees like the sweat rolling down and yeah. he's like, hang on, and all these all these like suit people are like real buff as shit. <laughs> like they're all like not they're just bodyguards. They're not like accountants and things. Mm. Yeah, um, like Tony's and Howard's dynamic as well. Oh yeah, Ox- like him talking yeah. about his how to be a better father. And he's talking about Tony and like, he doesn't know that it's Tony and yeah. Ah. So yeah. So they, they fuck up with the time stone. Loki gets away, which is a funny, like I, I love when things started to go wrong for them. Same. Like the tension yeah. just kept building. Like I thought it was brilliant when Thanos became aware of it. Cause I was like, at that point I was like, is the villain still going to be Thanos? And I'm so glad it was. Yeah, same. Yeah. And then when things started to go wrong, like they dropped the time stone and Loki just like grabs it and, and disappears. <laughs> and they're like, fuck. And so they're like, Let's go further back to and they I believe basically this... go to Captain America, the f- the very first event. That's basically Avenger. where they are. I believe it's the seventies. Well, it's, I think it's it was, later. It was, yeah. Yeah. It was just but after. yeah, they, but it's, they it's did like a, almost the they same. They did a, a, pe- yeah. a period piece. Yeah, Hank Pym is there. It's the same bunker. The Jarvis I is there. The beautiful. Yeah, oh, that's oh. something I forgot. They t- they got Michael Douglas back as Hank as younger Hank yeah. Pym. Yeah, 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 yeah. And Peggy's there, and Howard Stark's there, and 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 um. And Jarvis from the show, Agent oh Carter. Oh my god, yes. And the Such guy a little who nod. played Stark's dad, not in Agent Carter, the show. Yeah, not, <laughs> That was not, the not, only thing. Not Dominic Cooper. It's the guy from Mad Men. Yeah, like John Slattery, I think. Yeah, Because yeah. so, be he's, he's Howard Stark in Iron Man 2 and those like and the, Walt Disney scenes. Yeah. And Ant-Man, the flashback in Ant-Man. Yeah. So at some point he goes from yeah how he looks in Cap until to that which yeah. is completely different but it's okay it's we fine. just move on <laughs> yeah I like I, yeah that was such a good scene too it was a good scene and Cap like Dominic we'll Cooper what's his name Dominic Cooper I think that's his name he's probably spewing that he wasn't asked to do it 
If if they I, yeah forties fifties sixties Dominic Cooper seventies and beyond how it's like there must be like a year <laughs> like sixty eight where it's just like he just his whole face completely <laughs> what? changed. It's what we talk about with X Men like at some point James McAvoy turns into Patrick, Patrick Stewart, Stewart and they're getting real close because <laughs> Apocalypse was like the nineties I'm pretty yeah, sure it's yeah, like yeah. ooh in five years he gets <laughs> real right. <laughs> nobody cares because they messed it up in that flashback scene from like the third. Were you movie worried? Where were you Patrick a little? Stewart's walking. Were you worried then a little bit with? This, and they're gonna just mess up some stuff. Uh look, man, the X Men films. You guys, I'm sorry, I'm with, with Avengers, fan, yeah. But with this, I, I was, I never ever thought this is gonna go that way. <laughs> they, this, this did time travel the way every other film wishes they had done time travel. It was just leagues ahead. It's what I talk about as well. Like when you're a good movie, you can get with, get away with a lot more. Like my Facebook feed is just flooded with things of like, how does this make sense? And what does this mean? And all this blah, blah, blah. And like, did they mess up what, this? End game. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't care. Like I just <laughs> had so much fun that I'm willing to just overlook a lot of that stuff. Like I'm sure I later on, like I'll start of... to ask you questions. You know what? I've seen it twice and I can't find <clears throat> yet. Continuity. I could hardly see any. I mean, an issue. And, but like, you don't want to find an issue because this is how many years of them making these films? Like, mm. like, You'd want them to make sure they get it right in that sense, so but um, yeah, no, I I haven't found I haven't found anything yet in. I can't think of anything. Yeah, so So I think they've just kind of put it in saying that all of the technically it's like now a different universe because all of the they've made all these different universes from putting the stones back. If that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the idea was, yeah, like they want to put it back so as if it's never been gone, which I think was like quite clever. Because I'm like, even when, so let's talk about the next place they go, which is Thor The Dark World 2013, Mm. I think. Which was, yeah, a really interesting choice. And apparently Natalie Portman, they didn't get her back. That was just like old footage I think they reused. Really? I I suspect that's why she didn't speak. I think so. I think you're right. Or maybe like a deleted scene or something like that. Or like maybe just CGI'd her. <laughs> we only see her in the distance. It could I, have just been a body double. Rene, Rene Russo is a really I great think, actress and she's is. really good. And I read a quote. She had more lines in Endgame than she did in the first two Thor movies. Wait, who? Rene, the mum. Oh, the mum. Uh, oh, Frigga. Frigga? Frigga? Yeah, yeah. Which yeah. I thought was And she's great. And she immediately knows it's not him. Like it's not real Thor. Yeah. And she's like, I was brought up by witches and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. And that, oh, I just... And Thor is just fucking up everything, but he just like wants to talk to his mum and stuff like that. I thought and that was terrific. There's some really... Yeah. I know you laugh at me, but there's some cool stuff in Thor The Dark World. Oh, no, but I, I love that they revisited it, I too. I love that they revisited it. It was like, fuck you. built on it. Everything yeah. that they've revisited, they built on, and they made it better <clears throat> yeah. than the sum of its parts. Like, now now people are going to watch Thor The Dark World again next time they do a, yeah. you know, a, a mar- Marvel marathon. Yeah. And they won't be like, oh, this is the Thor movie that everyone wants to skip. They'll be like, oh, I can't wait to see Frigger in this again. And, you know, like. If they ever, like, re. Emotional. If they do, like, you know, like the George Lucas, like, re releases, they should just, like, put Rocket somewhere and there's, like, an Easter, like, running pop oh, in the background cool. somewhere, you know what I mean? And someone Ooh. finds it, it's, like, on the internet and stuff like that. Oh, and yeah, that, that, I think it's in that scene, it has one of my favorite lines where Rocket <laughs> says to Thor, he's like, yeah, I lost people too. He's like, Quill, Drax. Chick with the antenna. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't know her fucking name. I love it so much. Like, what is it? Name? The t- exactly, yeah. It's like Mantis. 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 I just love it. Mantis, He's just like, yeah. the chick with the antenna. <laughs> 
Oh, Rocket's so good. And some, then a few of them, I think mm. the Asgardians call him a rabbit as well, which is what Thor does. No, that, yeah. That, yeah. Which is kind of yeah. weird because in Infinity War, that was like their big shtick. Everyone was like, yeah. the only joke was like calling people the wrong name. And it's, then in yeah. Endgame, I kind of liked it though. I was it's, like, oh, this is like just an Asgardian. I thought it was so funny too when he like puts out his hand and he gets the hammer and he's oh, like, and he's he like, goes, oh, oh, still worthy. And I was like, like oh, are you? <laughs> like, and there's a joke, I think, on some, like, it's either like funny or die, I call it humor, but it's like, I feel they, like they're all worthy. Like when you think about it, they're all well, putting yeah. themselves before everyone else to save the world. It's like they can all lift the hammer. But, um, Cap, I love to win. Oh, Cap oh my well, fucking God. My, my favorite scene, and I think all of cinema history, was that end <laughs> battle. Yeah. That was a brilliant fight scene. It was the only fight scene, too. Uh, kind of. Yeah. There's a few. So again, so Thanos is like he's he's figured it out, which I love that how smart he is too. Yeah. And he's like sent he switched the nebula. And, and, and he's got the pin particles. Still a good quality and he's villain. Like, and he's like yeah. he's watching himself in the future. And he's like, oh, I did it. He's like, <laughs> I did it. Like, and it's like oh, these guys I like, didn't stay put and stuff like that. So what I'm trying to think. So then they go to Guardians of the Galaxy in Vormir, and I love because have you seen those? clips on youtube it's like music videos without the music and mm. it's just like a lot of breathing and like a lot oh, of yeah, thrusting yeah. and stuff like that and it was like that you just <laughs> oh, hear like so good because it's such a good moment in the movie and then just seeing peter quill like the douche that he is just like <laughs> <laughs> such a frat boy <laughs> yeah and he's just like kicking rats and stuff and then <laughs> war machine and everybody just like what <laughs> <laughs> so that's like a really cool scene they knock him out mm. and then so, so then so then this is like yeah then scott johansson and and sorry black widow and hawkeye go to vorme yeah Vormir and they meet Red Skull again. Yeah. And that was like I was like, oh shit, yeah, they need to sacrifice somebody. I know it was like kind of cheesy and there was there was no other way to do it, but like this whole like I'll sacrifice. No, I will. And then they like were fighting each other to do the sacrifice. And I even though I knew it was coming, every time one of them got the upper hand, I was like, Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Exactly. Yeah. Like it was really well done. When they were hanging off the side, I thought, Oh, come on. Yeah. It was almost too much, even. I was just like, what? Yeah. But I knew I knew Hawkeye would survive. That was, like like I understand, yeah. you, those character arcs rounded out perfectly. Mm. She says that, she, she has that line about scene. family. She's like, I haven't had a family. And then I met you guys and stuff like that. And she, like, sacrificed Which herself. is even her mm. big thing from, like, Age of Ultron, like, talking about family and infertility yeah. and stuff. Yeah. So she does that. And I feel like they sort of glossed over it quite quick but no and then I think someone reminded me they have like a scene down at the dock and they're all really like sad about it and Cap's crying that's that scene from the trailer yeah. and stuff like that and, mm. and Hulk which they kind of got away from that love story but they did like have a moment like, they, did, they did acknowledge it and things like that I tried to bring her back I tried so yeah. hard yeah, yeah. Um, and um, then so then they they get all the stones they do the snap and that's when I Thanos just, comes into I the love... future and bombs the whole yeah. Avengers base and they recopy that scene from Spider-Man Homecoming where Rocket's, like, trapped. And he's like, help me, help me. And War Machine, like, ha- gets out of the suit and, like, crawls over and, like, helps him or something oh, like wow, that. Yeah. And Hawkeye's got the gauntlet and he's, like, running through. And then, yeah, then Thanos comes. And then it's the big three. That, I love that. It's Tony, Cap, and Thor. <laughs> that was huge. And Thor does the lightning. And, yeah, exactly. You think, like, oh, he's going to, like, lose the weight. It's like, no, nah, he's still fat. The suit's, <laughs> yeah. like, he's still, he's still fat. His beard's all braided like the dwarves he, and the but Hobbit. But he does look like a Viking and he has warrior. Both, yeah. Yeah. And he has both weapons, too. Yeah. And this is kind of, like, I think I will enjoy the movie even more probably next time. Because at the time, I was like, it bugged me how strong Thanos was. Because he didn't have the stones. And yet he still beat all three of them mm. like without the stones i was like oh i guess thanos is just 
like just one of the most powerful beings in the universe, I guess. Because yeah, he like beats off Tony and then like smacks Cap away, and then he's like plunging Stormbreaker into Thor's chest, mm. and then you see the hammer fly, <laughs> and then who gets the end? It's, it's fucking Cap <laughs> so with good. the shield. And I like how Thor's like, I knew it. Yeah, like, yeah. that yeah. was so good. And but the way that they used uh, how Cap used the hammer. Yeah. Made it better. He was incredible with the with shield. It. With stuff. the shield, I even, and it was I can't just, even remember. This is just so much nice in this movie. This, I, I love how he again. threw the shield, and he just like bang the hammer because that's a reference in the very first Avengers when he was like, he was like, "You told me to put down the hammer," and he like goes and bangs, yeah, yeah, and it's like yeah, a yeah. boom ripple effect, and it knocks <laughs> over the trees. So it makes sense that he would know that would work. Mm. So he uses that against Thanos because that's, that's something that happened in the very first Avengers. That's probably my favorite scene in the original Avengers is actually them three fighting in the yeah. forest. I think, mm. like, and they use because they, they even call back that when when Tony gets zapped by Thor. And it's like power at a hundred percent, and he's like, "Well, how that. about that?" And he says, that. "He's like Thor, give me a boost." And Thor charges him, and yeah. he blasts. I need to see. I need to see. What time is it? <laughs> <laughs> Speaking about those callbacks to the fight in the forest with those three, I was really, th- I was, I was gonna lose my shit if Tony did like another Shakespeare thing with Thor. How in the Avengers, he's like, "Oh, does Mother know you wear her drapes?" If he like, if he dislike no, that, that again, that was such a good They're little sort of, joke. Yeah, that was so good at the time. That Shakespeare joke, because they kind of got away from the Shakespeare stuff with Thor. Because Joss Whedon's such a big Shakespeare fan, he loved having Thor and, and Loki and be like, Brenner, "I've sent obviously. it off, I know not where." And like, they don't talk like that in Ragnarok. It's it it's still kind of Norsey, but it's not that kind of nuanced language. Which I still like them, but yeah, yeah. but no, I love that too. Um. Um, so from so then I think so this is where the, we enter like the third act of the film, which is basically like the Battle of the Five Armies slash uh, Ready Player One <laughs> slash Endgame, where it's just I need to see it again because it's like it's just Cap facing down Thanos and his army. Well, I was just gonna say that the Black Council, I think that's what they call the Black Order. Whatever I believe Black they're, they're back, and he's like, he's like, all right, bring it on. And then mm-hmm. I missed this at the time. So, so is it Sam says on your left? On your left, yeah. And then all the he portals says a few open things, up. I think. No, but, and they um, all come or, back. Or maybe he just says on but the left. It's like, it's all I, 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 it's that Wakanda. Was, it's the oh space God, people. I, it's exactly. Spidey's <laughs> back. Doctor Strange. It's the Guardians. They're all there. And then Spidey's It's like so he stands up <clears throat> and he's up against all of Thanos' army. Yeah. And it's a little shot. Oh, it's not a little. It's a fucking big shot of him. And it's him standing there. <laughs> and he's the first Avenger. And then all the Avengers and it's all of them and he's like Avengers assemble and he's running with all of them and I love how you can see them all like half of them are like running and then the other half are flying and then there's Ant-Man in the background that's like massive and like he he punches the the big beasts Mm -hmm. or whatever he punches it gives me goosebumps just thinking (laughs) about it but it's just like it's so good to see that it is a bit of it is a bit of a CGI mess but at the same time it's it's so cool because it's I think I read somewhere yeah it's like it's better to have like like two fights that mean something mm. than ten fights that don't and like yeah all these characters that you know and love and stuff like that and um oh, what was I gonna say I love that they needed like some exposition so they give it to Peter Parker because it makes sense for him to just uh, yeah. just talk he's like yeah I was uh, on Titan and then you and then I got knocked out and then I was back and then you guys were there and, he and now I'm here <laughs> and he's like yeah and he just he's like it's like you're alright you're and right. it's like yeah. kind of like a reference to when. Tony Stark opens the door. He's like, yeah, it's not. And a he's hug. like, oh, it's not. Yeah. A hug. And, and then, like, it's, is, and then Peter's nice. like, well, what's going on here? Like, how long have I been away? But mm. I love um also the kill mode. 
And he's like, enter instant kill yeah, mode. Instant that kill. was wicked. Because I rewatched oh. Homecoming last night and <laughs> my friend um, hadn't seen Homecoming and we went and saw Endgame together and he didn't tell me he hadn't seen Homecoming. So we went, we watched it last <laughs> night and he was like, activate instant kill. And he's like, what? No, Karen, don't, don't do that. And he's like, instant kill. He's like, he used her. Thank you. And he was getting like, just as excited. I was like, yes. <laughs> so I, I love it. Oh, I was going to say. Um, I love how Captain Marvel didn't come in until <clears throat> they, like, they're all shooting, raining fire, and then it just all stops and yeah, points. Yeah, cool. And it makes sense though. And she just like wipes it out. And mm. it's like, I'm glad that they didn't, she wasn't, overused <coughs> or Cause underused because she, really. she yeah. is so overpowered but like <coughs> they didn't it wasn't out of place and it wasn't yeah it just wasn't out of place mm. the fact that she was so powerful well, it's and I love how he tried headbutting her and she's just looking at him like try that again now <laughs> it's, it's kind of like the Thor moment in Infinity War of him coming down with the hammer which mm. was yes. such a good I love that like I watched because my dad hadn't seen Infinity War and we watched it just on these TV speakers and that moment felt so fell so flat because you need the bass because yeah. it just the thunder is like I just I respect the Russo brothers so much from a directing point of view with action stuff because it's like they could have just had a big CGI clash but they were like no let's give let's have some nuance to it and let's have the characters do something and yeah. they had that kind of past the football aspect yeah. to it of yeah, the gauntlet. Yeah, I loved and so it. I think Clint has it and he's running then Black Panther's like give it to me and then he like runs and he's doing all this flippy stuff Black Panther stuff and then Peter, Spe- Peter Spidey Parker gets and, and um, he's flying, gets around. flying around with Valkyrie <laughs> and he's like I'm on a yeah. unicorn it's like so <laughs> and then, there's still and that the, humour and oh. there's still that character and there's that cool, in them and he gets like I think he gets overcome overcome by the those alien things and then I love that callback where Cap's like Yo, Queens, and he throws the hammer, and Spidey sticks it at, like the hammer, and he gets yeah. pulled away from the hammer. <laughs> and yeah, and then it's sort of what you said, Sean, when the Captain Marvel spoiler cast about how it's a weird introducing such a new character this late. Mm. So I'm kind of like that they kind of removed her, and they did focus it on the yep. original six so much. I, agree. Yeah, I loved it. And Great directing choice. Like, and she has that line about like Earth has the Avengers, space doesn't. So like I've got heaps mm. of stuff to do, yeah. and I kind of like. She is so powerful, but it's like it only it's only like very it's it's people she's, have called she's it got like ten hundred percent of their power, but yeah. she's only got ten percent of their attention. People <laughs> have called it the like Goku effect. It's like they have to keep riding ways to not have her because yeah. if Goku's there, then they win the day. So it's like they keep her sparingly. And but it's done perfectly. What? It's not out of place at all. It's not. No, like I a, thought it was. Oh, well done. sorry. At Avengers Seven, when they're still doing that trick, it might be. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I've seen this online, and I totally agree. When she comes down to meet Peter Parker, and he's like, oh, hi, I'm Peter Parker. Look at the gauntlet. And she goes, hey, Peter Parker, you got something for me? There's something about the way she says that line is so fucking endearing. And I'm not alone. I've been seeing it online like so many people. Because in the moment, I was like, I don't know, something about it. Something about the way she says it. It's so endearing to me. I don't know. She's just like, it's kind of like... Because he's like flustered and there's like this god and he's in the middle of a battlefield and she's it's like comforting but also like maybe a little bit flirty mm. and also like you're just trying your hardest but I've got this like it's it's I don't know is that what she says Hey Peter Parker she's like Hey yeah. Peter Parker how would she know his name because he says it he's like he's like oh hi I'm Peter Parker and oh, she goes this, Hey Peter Parker he... yeah yeah it's a great but little just... again it's a little yeah. pause in the whole fight. Just to establish a little bit of a character development. Yeah, or like just or back just a back and forth. But yeah, I don't I don't know what it is. And I I love the short hair. I don't know. I, I like short hair. I, I was a shock. I thought I thought it looked but it cool. grew on me really quick. 
Um, so yeah, she destroys the ship, and I love that. This was the huge, big problem, maybe one of the biggest moments for me is I just want to point out that Thanos at one point in this movie got the Infinity Gauntlet back yeah. on his hand. I screamed, "Dear God, no!" <laughs> like I was like, so I was like. Because, like I said, everything when things started to go wrong, and then when that happened, I was like, "Jesus Christ!" <laughs> and then she comes down, wham, and she's got his hands like holding yeah, it up. Yeah. I thought she was gonna fucking snap his fingers off. So it looked like she's she like was. got it. And then, and this is why I think Thanos is such a fucking good villain, and how quick thinking he is, and how fucking relentless he is. He fucking grabs the power stone, rips it off yeah. into his other hand, and fucking punches her in the ribs and flight sends her off. I like I'm like Jesus like he's just not going to quit. And he, even when he, he calls amazing. down the airstrike and they're like it's all on our own people he's like, I don't fucking care like blah blah. blah. Because yeah. they're trying to get the gauntlet back to the van, right? Yeah. To, to send uh, the stones back yeah. in time. So that's yeah. 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 <laughs> and that was great. Yeah, and he cuz and he's like destroyed the shield and he's punched that uh thing and then I want to watch that again. And so I think bad, and that's when yeah, I think that, and I think that's when Tony's again. like he looks at Strange and he's like... One. Yeah. Oh, that gave me goosebumps. Because I was like, Tony. it's Tony. It's Tony that's got to do it. Yeah. Well, I think we all called that too, I think. <clears throat> yeah. Pretty much. Oh, yeah. so I'm getting ahead of myself too. Sorry. So there's the great scene of him and Pepper back to back. Oh, uh, my rescue. God. Yes. Yeah. Res- and yeah. then the reference to, I think it's A-Force with all the females. And it's like, no, we've got <clears throat> this. And it's all the females running. So you, you like that? Yeah, I loved it. Because okay. it's a reference to A-Force. Just was sort of a bit... Two on the nose, I think, a little bit for us. Like, is it A Force? No, Sorry. I'm not discounting that it's not a comic book moment, but I think it's just like it wouldn't have. Bu- it just bugged me a little bit because they did the exact same thing in Infinity War. Yeah. Of the kind of like she's not alone, and then it's the girls. She's like, fuck yeah, the girls, and they did it again, like pretty much line for line. Like, it's like, oh, you're gonna have trouble getting through that by yourself. I'm not by myself, and then it's all the girls. <laughs> but and- in saying that, I was actually, I was like, wow, there actually is a lot of like chick heroes. Yeah. Even though Mantis, I was like, what is, what is she actually doing? Like, just gonna, <laughs> she's got no powers except for like putting people to sleep. Whereas there's like Valkyrie and Captain Marvel and, and Pepper and uh, Wasp and all these people doing it and all that stuff, which was, yeah, I, I was annoyed at the time, but upon thinking upon it more, like the whole movie's got sort of team ups. Like, there's the big three team up, there's this team up and that team up. So it's like, this is the one with all the girls. But it, it is weird that they. I feel like they should have not done it in Infinity War and just left it for this one because it's weird that they did it twice. It does feel quite forced and on the nose. I don't know if you want to say any more on that. Um, I don't. Look, the scene wasn't for me. Um, I, I like that you liked it. I think that's that's good mm. for the movie. I like it I'd... for not the whole <coughs> feeling forced, but definitely the reference to yeah. the comics because they're really good comics and I think they were yeah. very underappreciated because it is like a bit more of... Well, like, as yeah. soon as you do something like that, it becomes niche. I mean, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's it's not even about whether it's women or still, not. You know? I'm really glad <clears throat> that they still went uh, went with that, even though that's kind of a bit of something that they have done for New War. They're like, no, nah, let's throw it in one more time because all of them are here. What about the big ye olde switcheroo? What was the of, ye olde uh, of the stones? Yeah. Oh, I, mean, I loved that, it. You no, said, hey, sorry. I loved it. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> you said, oh, hey, Hodge was your favorite line. Mine's I am Iron Man. Okay. Fuck yeah. No. Um, uh, uh, it's like I a very Iron realize. Man thing to do. Like, just like grab him without knowing. He had the suit. The nanobots. All he had stuff. to do was, like, get his hand next to Thanos' hand. Mm. Which is, and that's all he could do. I think he, like, lands yeah. one punch, or if that. 
I think he and just like grapples with him a bit because it, again, him, it's yeah. it, it was sort of my problem because they killed him Thanos so easily on Titan. Like with, yeah, he wasn't, he wasn't fighting on Titan. True, he was like he wasn't. It was like a surprise attack as well. But just seeing him how he can take them all on and this, I was like, oh, just it seemed a little bit imbalanced. But I'm like, that's like nitpicky stuff. Like it's awesome. Yeah. So yeah, Tony does the big sacrifice play. Which again you is a reference to, to Avengers, and he does, and I... he's like everything's. Oh, Sean, Wait. he was that. Oh, I didn't. You're not the guy to lay on the wire and let some other guy crawl over you. I think I would just cut the wire. I think oh. he, he just does it out of spite. Yeah, he's like, "Fuck you, cat." <laughs> what I love as well, I never even thought about this. Was someone was like, "It's like everything special about you came out of a bottle." Like yeah. and it's like, no, he's. At- be a good man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he picked up the hammer. That doesn't come from a bottle being a good man. Cap, I'm going to cry. Cap's been my favorite Avenger. I love Tony yeah. too, though. I mean. Just by his smidge. Like, Tony's always been so... I mean, he's oh, the high. He's, he's so much fun to watch. Yeah. yeah. And so, and then they do the flip scene of Spidey crying over Tony. Yeah, yeah. for me, and then it wasn't Pepper that... like pushes him, and then Pepper's like, "You can rest now." Yeah, like, that was yeah. that yeah. was yeah. the point cool. that I started crying was, "You can rest Fuck. now." I didn't cry as much as I thought, but and then they have the huge funeral scene, and this is where I say it becomes very Return of the King. They do like, all the endings of everybody, like Thor joins the Asgardians, whatever it is. And <laughs> yeah, Hulk does whatever he does, and Clint's with his family, and um, it was quite interesting to see a little um cameo of the kid from uh, Iron Man 3. Did you guys... I got it in the theater. Oh, was that I got it straight away. He's hit puberty now. That's why nobody recognized him. I was like, whoa. And even in the cinema, I was like, whoa. And my friend was like, who's that? And I was like, kid from Iron Man 3. He's like, no fucking way. I didn't realize until Jack told me afterwards. They have the proof Tony Stark has a heart like on his coffin. The bit that got me was when the little girl's like, I want a cheeseburger. And <laughs> yeah, Happy's like, Happy. your dad liked cheeseburgers. I and I was like, that That's Happy a reference to the very oh. first mm. Iron Man. And that is one of my favorite lines in Iron Man. He comes out of captivity and he's like, I want two things. I want an American <laughs> cheeseburger. And also, and then Pepper's like, Jesus, Tony, no. He's like, no, 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 I don't want that. <laughs> he's like, I want to hold a press conference. <laughs> Fuck me. And it's just like, that's it's the end of like an era. It's the end, you know, they just wrapped it up. Mm. And then Cap goes, or he gives the shield to Falcon. That was so sweet. He's the new Winter Soldier. It's another, yeah, another reference. Yeah. Yeah. Again, I was like, I hope Winter Soldier gets. Oh, sorry, I hope Falcon, because he's not a super soldier. He's just a human. Maybe he can get. Some... Well, I always thought Bucky made more sense as Captain America because he was like kind of yeah, super soldier. And Falcon can already fly, whereas Bucky could probably use the shield. <laughs> but mm. I, I, it's it's what happens in the comics. I, I loved yeah. it. I, 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 think, it I think they've both held the mantle at one point. Probably, yeah. But I like I like that Sam got it. But My yeah, I'm like, he needs to do some like some juicing <laughs> to get buffer. And then, yeah, then he goes back in time with Peggy, which is like what we all Beautiful. wanted. And Beautiful. exactly what I wanted. But bros before hoes, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> he gets he gets Bucky. No. Yeah, I wouldn't say no to, said, to uh, Agent Carter either. But hey, I just yeah, how many oh, years? She's, is she's my, my choice is already made. I would dump you guys in a second. <laughs> <laughs> but I just love that he tries so hard to I get Bucky too. back all these years, yeah. and he's like, "See you around, mate. I'm gonna go back in time." And he's like, "Yeah, you probably have never been laid before. All right, go for it." Yeah. <laughs> well, that, there's a line that addresses that. You know, I think it's Winter Soldier. Yeah, someone's like, I know, what, it was, you've um, never been it was kissed or something? He's like, yeah. Natasha. I'm old, I'm not dead. Yeah. <laughs> well, I loved, I loved that, yeah, that made the reference. <laughs> the most swept under the rug character of Sharon Carter. Sharon Carter, yeah. Who they built in Winter Soldier and he smooches in Civil War and they were just like, that was overdue and then it never happens again. Well, um, even in the trailers for Endgame where he looks at the watch and it's Peggy and you're like, 
Peggy's dead. Like, why would he have a picture of her? He didn't die in the. Yeah, it's like a weird thing. You would like think it'd be a picture of him and Bucky with milkshakes or something in the forties. The good times. (laughs) Wait, it's the nineteen thirties. And then, but yeah, and so that's that's when I think all the fan theories were like. He's gonna, he's gonna, he's gonna go back and live with yeah. Peggy. Yeah, and he did it. And did is there a scene of them dancing? Yeah, there is. Mm. I, I need to see They're this movie scene. again. Yeah. Um, and fuck yeah, I think that's um, it. And the <laughs> end post credits. No, I don't know if any of you guys would have recognized this, but um, in the post credits, there at the very, very end before it ba-da-bum, blackout, ba-da-bum, ba-da-bum, you can <laughs> hear, um, you can hear banging. Yeah, it's a Iron hammer, Man, like, ching. and it's. Iron Man, it's actually um, the sound of Iron Man making his very, well, Tony Stark Stark making his very first Iron Man suit, and it's the scene where he's banging it with the, like, battery, and he's holding, like, the battery. He looks good in that scene, too, he's of grease. In in the cave. In the cave. That's cool. That is the sound. I, I missed, yeah, we'll wrap um, up now. I, I missed that, actually, because everyone was like, what, no after-credit scene? And I was like, isn't the movie enough? <laughs> I was like, you just had three hours of fan service, but no. <laughs> but yeah, it's funny. I walked out of that movie, and I was like, you know what? I'm good. Yeah, I don't I need any I more Marvel yeah. movies. I'm good. Yeah, That was a fun same. 10 years. It's been fun. <laughs> I'm going to tap out. Um, all right, well, my favorite thing, um, my favorite review about it all was... Just to conclude mine, and I think this is my view too, is someone phrased it beautifully, and I can't remember how exactly they phrased it or who the reviewer was, so forgive me. Um, But it was like the three hours for the film wasn't to rush plots to speed time. It was to slow things down Mm. and make sure everything had its moment. I thought it was, yeah, I remember it dragging really. Yes, because that three hours did not feel like three hours. It's because it was the perfect <laughs> film, guys. Mm. I'm cool. happy. I'm happy. Ten too. years, I'm Love happy. Love it. Well done. Spider-Man Far From Home. It's like a weird epilogue slash starting off point. Yeah, like, I don't know. Are they really Are they going to, like, the next big threat, we're going to have to wait another ten years? It's, I'm keen to see Mysterio, though, but at the same time, like, I'm I'm done with Marvel at the moment, but at the same time, such a hardcore fan, I can't. I wish I they went back to the first Iron Man just to bring, um, her Tony! Tony Stark! Tony Stark was able to build this in a cave! <laughs> with a box of scrubs! Oh no. And on that. You do it too. You do it too well. My suit is more advanced, Tony. Uh, Or even Malekith, Sean, your favorite villain. All right, guys, that's been the Giant of the Podcast slash Avengers Endgame spoiler cast. I hope you enjoyed it. We'll be back. Beautiful. We'll be back next week with Game of Thrones review or whatever. Thanks for listening. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Bye.